Just a little warning, this podcast has some swearing in it. Welcome to Phone and with Honan. Welcome to the party. Good day, podcast listeners. Welcome to Phoning with Honan. I'm Honan, Nola Honan. That's me. Today I'm phoning my friend Deanna, who has just this weekend arrived at full term, 39 weeks pregnant during the global coronavirus pandemic. So uh, let's give her a call and see what's going on. Yeah. Hey. How you doing? I'm um, feeling cute. How are you doing? I'm feeling great. <laughs> oh, I wish people could see what I can see. This is a beautiful, beautiful bump in this Skype video. Oh, I, I'm a little bit, maybe you're a little bit glad that they can't. <laughs> Bra, my hair's flattened up, but that's why I'm feeling so great. <laughs> can you just give uh, give the listeners a bit of a setting? Where are you? I am sat in my bay window. Um, the sun is pouring in uh, in Bristol, down the road from you, down the alleyway from you. That's right. We're a block away. Literally a block away. Um, I've just eaten lunch, which was loads of uh, spicy sauce. So my mouth is really, <laughs> really doing the most right now. <laughs> Quite intense. Um, and I'm looking at my partner clear up my daughter well our daughter after lunch um which is always fun but she kind of no but realizes that actually it's for her and good that avocado face mask has to come off somehow do you know what I mean (laughs) oh so good for her skin though (laughs) I know right I keep thinking this so she's smearing it I'm like yes smear how old is something a bit wrong about face masks for babies? Isn't it? How old is your daughter? I think goes now. She's twenty months. Oh wow! And um, you're this is it. You've just reached full term. Yeah. I'm oh 20. wait, hang on. First, Happy Mother's Day. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you amazing mums. Even the kids. Um, so yeah, you're thirty nine weeks yesterday. Yeah, thirty nine weeks. 39 or 40 or 42. Oh, hi, kid. She's now running towards me um, without her trousers on because she's (laughs) got a lot of her. She wants to say hi. 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 We've got 15 minutes. This is such a cool idea. Oh, I'm glad you think so. So um, we start the podcast with sharing something new and good with each other. Have you got something new and good? I do. Mm. Today, um, uh, I've put out this a new video yeah. called Kitchen Disco. It's a series, and it's basically where I dance in the kitchen. Uh, yes. My kids. And I haven't put out a video for ages. I wanted to be, like, so consistent. But um, my friend texted me and was like, hope you're well. Happy Mother's Day. Please can you put out a new video? And I was like... Yeah, man, I need this joy. So that felt good, releasing that onto the world. Where have you put that? On a YouTube channel? It's on a YouTube channel. So it's on my YouTube channel, Deanna Roger. 
and it's on my Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so original with the names. Huh? <laughs> no, it's good. What do you normally put on your YouTube channel? Poet Just, poems. No, I, I'm such a clown. Like I should be <laughs> way better at <laughs> being a professional poet. But um, kitchen disco mainly. Oh, <laughs> joy. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. What were you dancing to? I was dancing to Successful by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. My version. Mm-hmm. And it was done in, in the times... It was filmed a couple of months ago when I was feeling, like, quite chuffed with myself for being able to, like, earn loads of money being a freelancer. Way. <laughs> wow. That's the my own success. Yeah. Um, and I figured this one's for the self-employed because it's a lot at the moment. I'm waiting for another government kind of thing to come out to say, hey, we've got your back because you've had our back. Yeah, because um, at the moment when we record this, we're, we're kind of a couple of weeks into pandemic and the government on Friday announced support for employees of businesses yeah. will be getting 80% of their uh, salaries, but no announcements for self-employed yet. No, no, just that we get to pay our tax when we were meant to pay our tax. <laughs> I was like, what? it's been paid till the 31st of January 2021. Well, that's when people pay tax. <laughs> what's, on account, but I mean... Like, what's, the, um, what's the climate among your... Because, I mean, people generally, I find, that are self-employed and work in creative businesses, a lot of their close community of friends are of the same demographic what's the climate among your friends and community yeah there seems to be a lot of worry mm. um a lot of uh yeah a lot of worry I don't want to call it fear it's just concern of like um because a lot of people are living in rented accommodation or their savings are their tax and so they're not actually eligible for benefits because it looks like they've got those money but they don't because they have to they have to save it for tax. And so it's a really confusing time. Plus, so much of the work is face-to-face -face workshops. And so there's a lot of innovation online. So a lot of kind of workshops being set up. And, but, but to monetize it at a time like this feels difficult. So lots of patrons and co-fees being set up and like kind of these soft ask for, for money when actually they just need to be like, if I run this workshop... Well, you don't need to be like anything, man. It's hard at the moment, you know what I mean? We're just settling. But, like, yeah, there's a lot of worry. And understandably, because, I've, I don't Yeah, it's just, man, it's, it is unprecedented. Like, I cannot even get my head around the fact that mm -hmm. this is a global pandemic. Like, this isn't just like, oh, in the UK and, like, Bristol or London or yeah. Like you cannot go in there. So you've already found a way um, to be innovative and move past this. But I, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you might have started planning it before the pandemic. You did an online poetry gig yeah. the other week. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your online poetry gig. Did you plan it before the, before coronavirus? Yeah. And like, I'm going to call it out. I'm not going to name or shame, but I put in... I got invited to apply for a grant and put in this thing saying, basically, I want to move practice from physical spaces to digital spaces, make it much more accessible um, because my life's had to change and from becoming a mum, but also this opens up spaces for people who don't have access to 
spaces because of illness or money or wherever they live or whatever and kind of put in this impassioned plea to do to get funding to be able to develop things that could fucking sort us out right now man Mm, yeah but they didn't see covid coming for their asses (laughs) so did you get the funding didn't get the funding oh wow it was a it was really heartbreaking and it knocked my confidence and it knocked my kind of yeah it just knocked me for six actually because I was like this is this is the future like this is so important and there was yeah like it just really knocked me and so I wrote up my treatment I spoke to some people in Bristol and um thought maybe we'd create it but then that fell through and then I was pregnant so I was just on the hustle because I was like I've got takeoff time to be able to look after my family and like two kids under two I actually have to take off time so I was just hustling hard and then to make money to put into savings yeah yeah because the maternity allowance is is it's not covering my self-employed yeah which is fine. I mean, it's yeah. free. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. on, like it's great. But um, I had to, yeah, just kind of think into the future. So actually, like, given the circumstances, I'm actually quite... Um, Prepared. Yeah. yeah. I'm a prepper. Yeah. So, so you did the gig anyway. You know, you didn't get the funding and then you organised anyway. I've just got to do it. I've, like... Like we're on lockdown, people are talking about it, and actually, I've got a treatment, I've got an idea. I had the name, which was Who Knows, which is really funny because of the World Health Organization <laughs> and knows because you're bloody knows. So, <laughs> and did one, and it went so beautifully. My tech was crap because the inter- our internet is crap, but um, it was so warming. So, I do, I do suggest kind of getting involved in all these online platforms and creating this culture online where we are sharing the kindness with the tools that we have because how lucky are we to be doing this in the age of the internet do you know what I mean like yeah I I read a great post on Instagram someone um with a disability is sort of talking about like what you're experiencing now is the norm for disabled folks and she says don't forget us when this all goes back to some sort of new normal pressure businesses to keep remote working in place understand uh keep the energy you've got for remote connecting and remember to call your disabled pals keep questioning inaccessibility and for the love of sweet baby badges please vote for people who give a shit about disability rights that's a woman called nina tame on on instagram Um, because that is that's it you know what i mean and like only now yeah it's it's when things become inaccessible people want to act which is unfortunate but at least I don't know silver linings in it because that's the thing like we've got to be clutching onto them silver linings let's jump into silver linings silver linings silver linings there's actually a jingle but I'm going to include your little jingle as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was inspired by Mariah Carey that one Okay, we haven't even talked about Mariah Carey, but let's just do Silver Linings. <laughs> Loads of Mariah Carey has been played out. Um, well, I was thinking of it yesterday, um, and like I was talking to our neighbours who've got small kids, and I was like, oh man, I do fantasise about 
kind of having to be on lockdown without a child. That sounds dark, but I mean, it's a lot to like have to wake up at six or whatever, do you know what I mean? And um, she was like, yeah, man, I completely get it. Uh, And we were like kind of talking about stoner days and being able to like write something or have a thought. And then she said, actually, but to be honest, like, being on lockdown with your kids, they are a source of constant entertainment yeah. <laughs> right? and routine and structure and purpose. And I was like, yeah, man, cool. So that's like, I don't know, it was a slight shift. Like, I wouldn't want it any other way, but I hadn't necessarily extracted all the goodness of being able to make a meal, have to make something healthy and have to wake up and have to... Um, have a smile on my face and have to switch off the news um so yeah me and my partner just be kind of finding routines where we don't look at the news first thing in the morning and we don't look at the news after six we only look at it when she's gone for a nap so we can discuss it and then it's done mm. um which I think if yeah if I wasn't in this in this I might I would I think I'd spiral like the first couple of days I was so worried and constantly scrolling and getting lightheaded because like I was disorientated and so just being able to level it and be like actually this is a real silver lining that I've got to be a grown-up in this and it's scary because I'm like how do I look after this child who both of them like one isn't even here yet but like like it's really scary. I'm like, I feel 17 in my head. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're you're the grown-up. And if the government's not going to enforce lockdowns, you've got to enforce lockdowns if you feel like that's what's important. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, so that's still learning. I'm grown up. Well, well yeah. done to your daughter and to all the kids for bringing that beauty and presence of mind and silliness into people's lockdown. Alongside, like the absolute exhaustion and insanity that I'm sure it's bringing but like that's really wonderful that they're bringing routine um yeah we'll do this again in a week and it's gonna be a complete (laughs) (laughs) Lula I'm sending her to your house she's walking down the alley I've told her not to touch anything (laughs) (laughs) oh um hey have you got a song for us to share on our on our phone in with hone and playlist for our listeners oh my god um god i didn't even think of this she, why don't we just pick a mariah carey song and then we can just talk about mariah carey for the last minute of the podcast oh my god i love mariah carey so much last um, time you had a baby you yeah. got a like pushing a baby out present from your partner and he bought you two tickets to mariah carey's christmas show at the o2 in london yeah. and uh his other gift to you was that you could take anyone you want and you didn't have to go with him <laughs> and to my complete surprise and shock and lifelong dream and amazement you asked me to come yeah, with you <laughs> and it was the best thing that ever happened and I cried so much <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was a lovely moment in our friendship is when we discovered that we both love Mariah Carey <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like she was one of the first kind of cancel cultures like people really tried to cancel Mariah Carey in the 90s and I think it stopped me telling people how important she was to me I think I stopped sharing that like her singing and her albums like taught me how to sing like she really taught me how to sing 
I, I, I love your story for this because that didn't happen in, in my life. So I think you already had the, the you know, the foundation was solid. <laughs> your voice is incredible. And we were doing similar things, man, just singing along. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, don't, I don't have your vocal finesse. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, you you just went down the other route. I mean, she's a great lyricist, so maybe you, yeah, that's, mate. that's oh where God. you learned from her. My first newspaper article, I I said like, I like Mariah Carey inspired me as a writer, and pe- I think people were baffled. But there's a there's a YouTube <laughs> there's a YouTube video of her talking about herself as a songwriter. She's a don. She's been a don from day. She's written yeah. like. So many of her number ones, like, like she, yeah. And so she what was, Mariah Carey song should we put on the playlist? So my absolute favourite, which is a bit of a slow one, um, is Can't Take That Away, Mariah's tribute. Uh... But yeah, Can't Take That Away is a song that I'm, I like hold on to, especially when I'm feeling wobbly. And like, I just, I just, I love her so much. I like Mariah, if you're listening... I love you so, so much. If you're listening. <laughs> oh, if Mariah Carey's listening to our podcast, great. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to share some of your work online with listeners where people can get hold of books and where they can watch oh, poetry and where they can watch your kitchen disco. Um, so I'll get some links from you. And you're also a playwright as well. There's like so much... Yeah, so really. much to your portfolio that um, I'd like to share with people. Poet, <laughs> gig goer, former gig goer. <laughs> Baby pusher outer is uh, the next big job for you. It's, yeah, I might try to squeeze. I've got one more commission I've got to finish and then I'll squeeze out the baby. <laughs> Yeah, I think the baby will just wait for that. That's fine. It's Maybe gonna. Yeah, it. it is. Yeah, it's it's paying attention to your diary, to your work diary. Oh God, absolutely. Oh yeah, God. it's a really thoughtful um, baby. <laughs> hey, good luck, and I can't wait to look through the window at your newborn know, in the mate. coming weeks. I'm gonna have to do a Simba. Yeah, Simba through the through the window. My glass. <laughs> Oh, loads of love, Dee. And um, thank you for spending time with us and sharing your, your thoughts. And, and, uh... and this thing up, like, literally, is such a great idea. Oh. And I can't wait to hear all the other ones. Great. They'll be with you very soon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, love, love. Speak soon. Love you. Hey, sound down. Thanks, Diana. Oh, it was nice to talk to her. Uh, she's in lockdown now until she has her baby. Uh, you can find out more about Deanna's poetry night. Who knows? It's going to be online poetry events uh, and all of her other work. You can watch some of her videos at deannaroger.co.uk. That's D-E-A-N-N-A-R-O-D-G-E-R, Deanna Roger. I'm going to share that over on our podcast page, which is on my website, nolahonan.com. If you enjoyed today and all of our podcasts, then please subscribe on whichever platform you choose to keep receiving these tiny pockets of joy. Um, I'm really enjoying myself keeping you company as we navigate our way through this very crazy time. Drop us a message if you'd like 
on any of our social networking. Phone in with Honan has Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And of course, follow our playlist. All of our guests are adding songs, contributing songs to a playlist, which is over on the podcast page at nullahonan.com. Or you can find it pinned to my artist Spotify page. I'm very excited about the next guest uh, on episode number four. It is none other than the legendary Alabaster de Plume. So get over and have a listen to that now. Look after yourself. Look after each other. Stay safe out there. Bye.